Hello and welcome back to Clariton Blue. This is your Villa Bulletin on Wednesday the 20th of September. I'm Birmingham Live's Aston Villa correspondent John Townley and I'm reporting live from Warsaw in Poland. The location of Aston Villa's first Europa Conference League group stage match. The squad will fly out later today after training at Bodymore Heath this morning and there will be a press conference as well later tonight based at the stadium that they'll be playing at in Warsaw. So there'll be live updates across Birmingham Live's channels um, throughout the evening and into the morning as well, of course, uh, in the lead-up to the fixture tomorrow evening, which will kick off at 5.45 or 6.45 out in Poland. Of course, in training yesterday, Jacob Ramsey uh, featured at Bodymore Heath. He trained with his teammates for the first time, uh, in the group, in full training, first time for a long time, of course, after uh, breaking a metatarsal. And whether he travels to Poland, we'll obviously wait and see. Perhaps it's more likely that he'll feature against Chelsea, but we don't know that information yet. Again, that'll be a, one of the first questions that's going to be put towards Unai Emery later today. He's been missing through the summer, so it's a huge boost uh, for Villa to have him back, back amongst the squad. And I really think this is going to be a season where Ramsey steps up again. He's gone through different levels, I feel, over the last three seasons and is capable of reaching new heights again in this campaign, even though he's missed the first few games through injury. At the end of last season, he contributed to four goal involvements in his last three games, goals against Liverpool, Tottenham, two assists in the win over Brighton as well. So... He really stepped up when Villa needed him most in that run of um, fixtures at the end of the season that um, provided Villa with the points needed to qualify for European football. Nine goal contributions in his last 12 games of the season as well. So he really did finish the season with um, some really solid form. So it was, that's why it was such a shame to see him get that injury for the England under-21s and that's obviously a tournament that he would have flourished in as well if he played even more games than than what he did. Also on Tuesday, Monchi, the club's president of football operations, he gave an in-house interview to speak about his start to life at the club, why he joined the transfer window as a whole and kind of went over some uh, decisions that he made over the course of the transfer window so he spoke about the club's ambitious owners as well he he said that he spoke with Nasef Suarez on several occasions before arriving and he said that once I arrived I practically speak to him now every day and he is a person who is very present during the day-to-day running of the football club he's talking about Nasef there He then goes on to say that I spoke with Wes during the USA tour and he gave me a real great impression. So that's positive for sure. And asked about his role, Monchi said that I assume the role of president of football operations. Fundamentally, my work together with Damian Vidigani will support the needs and everything that involves the first team. He went on to add that we must work together and be very coordinated. Damian and I must understand Unai's needs at all times and always be able to give him answers and solutions. For this reason, the three of us should always work completely aligned. And he also explained the reason, as as we knew anyway, but he just confirmed as well that the sales of Cameron Archer, Jaden Philogene and Aaron Ramsey of Academy graduates that might have played a role for the club at some point this season, potentially in the Conference League, but Monchi 
said that those decisions were due to FFP reasons and to balance the books. So he said that the sales have basically been to balance our FFP, but in most cases we have repurchase options, so Ramsey, Philogene and Archer. And he continued to say, so I think we have covered our backs. So we know that Villa had to uh, balance the books for it to come from Monchi himself. That proves that Villa weren't in a position to spend £100 million without making um, or raising funds as well because that's just the reality of a football club these days. If you are willing to spend money, you also have to bring it in. And if you don't have Champions League revenue or you know the most lucrative sponsorships in the Premier League, then FFP is something that you have to consider whenever you're approaching the summer transfer window or, or other windows. Elsewhere, on Tuesday, a very busy day in the world of Villa, Chris Heck announced four new appointments to the senior leadership team at Villa Park. First, Ron Erskine has joined as the club's chief commercial officer. He has 35 years of sport experience, sport business experience, and has held roles at the NBA, the New York Red Bulls, as well in the MLS, of course, a club that Chris Heck has previously um, operated at. Ben Hatton joins as the chief operating officer. This was something that we spoke about previously in our bulletins. Hatton is a chartered accountant, and he brings 25 years of international football experience to, to the team, and he spent the last 10 years at Manchester United, AS Roma, most recently at Blackpool as well, where as managing director he was responsible for the transition of the club to a new um, ownership. Richard Stevens has also come on board, as has Ryan Desidier, who had worked previously at the Philadelphia 76ers and the Washington Wizards. Of course, Chris Heck um, led the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so again, someone who is well known to Villa's new president of business operations. And just as a side note, Ahmed El Mohamedi, who worked as a club ambassador, has now been shuffled into a new role and will be working closely with the commercial team at Villa Park in a full-time capacity. And at the end of the press release, I thought it was quite interesting, some quotes from Chris Heck. He said that it's time to awaken this sleeping giant of a football club, both on and off the pitch, and our supporters have every right to feel excited about what the future holds. Aston Villa is a huge historic institution that is on the rise again. Back to on the pitch matters to some extent, and Dean Smith has been talking about Esri Concer. In glowing terms, as you'd expect, obviously Dean Smith signed Concer for Villa back in 2019 following Villa's promotion to the Premier League and Smith had signed Concer when he was manager of Brentford when Concer was playing for Charlton and he performed excellently at Brentford. So when Smith asked Villa to pursue just, what was it, £12 million move for for Conte when Villa had gained promotion, I'm sure it was a no-brainer for um, for the club's recruitment team to give that move the green light. And Smith said about Conte, he's a big player, I think, for Villa this season. And he is amazed he's not playing for England yet. He is a Rolls-Royce of a player. He made a big mistake against Newcastle for the second goal. But boy, has he recovered from that. He is a top player. And asked why Conte isn't getting picked for England. Smith said, I don't know, in all honesty. He's one of the standouts for me. The fact that Steven Gerrard came in after me and kept playing him. 
They've then brought in two centre-halves since then, and now Unai keeps playing him as well. That's a sign for me that he is rated. And, I mean, he's not wrong. Conte's getting up to nearly 150 appearances now for Villa. Total appearances in all competitions. But he's right. Villa have signed, you know, Pau Torres, Diego Carlos, Callum Chambers, other centre-backs as well in that period of time in which he's um, in which he joined the club. And he is one of the most important players in that eleven right now. We did a... Well, there was a ladder episode that Dan and Alex Berwick uh, did uh, on the Claret Blue YouTube channel. And we followed it up on a Monday show as well. And just from my own picks in my top five, I have Conte. Because if you take him out of the team, then you're left with defenders who are you know, excellent players in their own right. But they don't have the experience that Conte has in the Premier League and for a player who's only 25 that says an awful lot about him as well and Conte is a player who is deserved of a new contract at Villa considering how far he's come in terms of his progression as a player but also as Dean Smith rightly points out he's a player who you know Steven Gerrard couldn't drop Unai Emery couldn't drop those are two very different managers with to you know, very different beliefs of how to play football. Steven Gerrard signed Diego Carlos and Unai Emery signed Pau Torres, but Ezra Concer is always available and he always plays and you can imagine a team without him. A player who you want to tie down to new terms because it wouldn't surprise you if a team who can provide a standard of football, say the Champions League, if they put down a certain amount of money, then you wouldn't be surprised. Villa fans wouldn't be surprised. Maybe other opposition fans might be. I don't know. But Villa fans know how important he is. And I think it's one of those where you don't realise what you have until it's gone. And you don't want to be in that position for a start. It's not even worth you know, thinking about. And uh, I'm not trying to sell a free concert, by the way. I'm just pointing out that we all appreciate him and the club do as well, but let's give him what he deserves then now and let's give him that new long-term contract. I know he signed one relatively recently. I think it might have been two years ago now. That deal would be keeping him at the club until 2026. So while there's no rush to do it, and yes, Ollie Watkins needs a new contract and there's other players as well, Leon Bailey's contracts um, running down you know, quicker than you might have thought too. But Ezri Concer is a player, like others, who have stepped up in recent seasons and it's worth noting that he deserves um, those fresh terms again, in my opinion, because he's only going up to another level once more under Unai Emery. Tyron Ming said it himself a couple of months ago that he now knows what it takes to become an, an elite centre-back. He didn't say he was an elite centre-back, but he knows what it will take to become that. And Ezri Concer will know exactly the same because they're being taught about the same things on the training pitch and working together. So long may that continue. That's all we have time for on today's bulletin. We'll be back tomorrow for another bulletin ahead of Aston Villa's clash with Legia Warsaw. We'll have updates from Unai Emery's press conference in that bulletin. So stay tuned for more.